Hi, everyone. Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is a very special episode of the RV Podcast because it is episode number 400. 400. Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland. Thanks for being with us, everybody. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. And as we said, this is episode 400 of the RV podcast. 400 weeks in a row, pretty much. Uh, amazing. Amazing. How time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, and, and we have. We have a lot of things to talk about. No general theme this week, but lots of things that we want to talk about. First of all, we hope you are having a great summer. Uh, we have had a very busy one so far. It actually isn't even officially summer yet. But <laughs> That's, yeah. It's coming, I think, next week. But uh, over the past month, we have traveled about 2,800 miles uh, across four states in two different RVs. In our uh, Leisure Travel Vans Wonder, we went... Uh, to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We had a great time on the shores of Lake Superior. And then we did a quick trip home and uh, switch gears. Switch got, clothes and got, in got our into our brand new 2022 Arcadia fifth wheel. And we uh, went down to Tennessee where we spent most of last week. And then we just returned uh, uh, just this past weekend, this Sunday. And we hope to decompress for a little while here in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Take a couple weeks to work on the new book that'll be coming out soon. Got a lot of work to do there. It's on Lower Michigan. Uh, one of our uh, our first uh, one of our very first ones we did is on our favorite place, the Upper Peninsula. Some kind of, they call it the Upper Hand in Michigan. Uh, actually, we do it like that because Michigan is kind of like this. Don't, yeah, don't even try to go. figure it out because it's backwards. Go. I do it backwards <laughs> on camera. Hard this is the uh, Upper Hand, the Upper Peninsula, and this is the Lower Hand in Michigan. But well, we have one on the Upper Peninsula, and now we are doing one on the Lower Peninsula, and that will um, uh, be a bundle that you can get. You can get it individually. And we also have one, a Great Lakes Shoreline Tour that tours all five Great Lakes shorelines, the eastern, eastern or the U.S. shores uh, of the Great Lakes. So Now, I have to ask this, because this is new to me. We've always known the mitten, but the upper hand, is this something new? It's, I've just seen it, I think they've been calling that for a while, but I think they're kind of using it as a marketing term yeah, up there. the upper hand. Yeah, the upper hand, uh, the upper peninsula of Michigan, which is a very unique and special place, as many of you know, and it's a very favorite place. Maybe not right now, as we record this in uh, on June uh, 15th, uh, 2022. It is black fly season up there. We have a video called the Black Fly Dance that we have up on YouTube. And uh, it's where everybody's always swatting them. We might get a couple of them here where we're recording it down in the lower hand, but uh, nothing like it is up in the Upper Peninsula in uh, late June, early July. They kind of go away then, right? They're out there. Michigan's Upper Peninsula, the UP, is a place of spectacular beauty. Lakes, streams, waterfalls, and the Lake Superior shoreline. Simply awesome. This is the curse of the UP black flies. Hate these things. 
you stay long and they're all over you. Now I'm sacrificing my pain. Ow! Get out of here, you guys. Get out of here. Oh my gosh. Look. Can you see this? This is this is what these things do. Oh my gosh. And they all are biting. When the flies are biting, this is what you see. UP locals, they call themselves youpers, call it the black fly dance. Curse of the North. Actually, there are two kinds of flies. Black flies and stable flies. They're terrible. When they come, they come in swarms out of the woods, usually. It depends on the, the direction of the wind. When it comes from the south, it brings them up out of the woods. And they will cover a car. You'll see people walking, and the back of them will just be covered with these black flies that bite. <laughs> We've been here a million times and never had them, but today they're definitely getting your ankles. <laughs> you're, you're pretty well covered with them yourself. The, the black flies are like deer flies. They bite hard and they draw blood. Uh, the stable flies bite and go away. Stable flies are, they look like harmless house flies, but they're more insidious because they really sting hard. But the flies don't bite all the time, and they are a small price to pay for some of the most beautiful wilderness that you'll find anywhere. We do have some, um, some current news we want to get out there because we know a lot of you are in the middle of making your first major long trip, uh, and a lot of you are heading out west, big popular place, and of course out there is Yellowstone. Yellowstone National Park, one of my favorite places. As we report this this week though, Yellowstone over the weekend was hit with devastating rains and storms. And um, for the first time that we can remember... All the entrances are closed. Who's ever heard of all five all, entrances all being five closed? closed. Uh, that's, I don't know if that's ever happened. I, I don't know either. Extremely hazardous conditions, uh, preliminary assessments uh, as we record this show um, that multiple sections of the park have been washed out, uh, a very a number of bridges affected, roadways as they say washed out, there's been mudslides, rock slides, they're evacuating visitors in the northern part and we have a statement from um, Park Superintendent Cam Sholey about this and she said due to record flooding events in the park and more precipitation in the forecast this week we've made the decision to close Yellowstone to all inbound visitation. A lot of broken-hearted people. Uh, the community of Gardner uh, is basically isolated. Uh, Yellowstone is working with uh, the uh, county, the state of Montana to provide support to residents without water, without power. Uh, flood levels expected to go up. Uh, as this was being recorded, this podcast, they were expecting that to stay closed um, at least through midweek and perhaps longer. And uh, so if you've got a trip, if you're on your way to Yellowstone, you might want to delay that, give it a few days so they can get out there and assess it. But uh, amazing. And then the other big story that is affecting everybody. Inflation. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. inflation hit a new record up. 8.6% the Department of Labor announced on Friday. And uh, that it means that we are going to certainly see interest rates go up. And uh, as you saw earlier in the week, the stock market uh, collapsed again. 
Um, and uh, the biggest price is in gas. The biggest problem is in gas. Nationally, gas is now $5 a gallon. That's the first time ever. Uh, for diesel, we were paying um, about six oh five a gallon this past week, and that's the highest that has ever been. And that's last week. Yeah, yeah, so that's that. Who knows yeah, what go, this week will bring. Yeah, that was Saturday is the last time we bought. And also, diesel. that inflation's going to hit you hard if you're trying to finance a new RV or buy a new home. Yeah, it's so, going to hit you. It's going to so. hit you, as you know, groceries, everything. Here's a great story that uh, broke this week. We shared this in our newsletter earlier in the week that goes out every Monday to subscribers. But uh, so many of us like to boondock and go off the grid. And sometimes many of them are kind of like us. We've been guilty of being very spontaneous. Uh, this this story was uh, was pretty interesting. Well, there is a, an Arkansas couple. Uh, they were the subject of a missing person story last week. But it turns out, happy ending to the story, they just had uh, done some off-the-grid camping. They'd gone out boondocking. Uh, as a result, the Colorado Bureau of Investigations issued this endangered missing alert because the couple was in their 70s. And uh, so the public, you know, they had the billboards out and the, the electronic things, you know, endangered couple missing. And... Uh, they uh, just like camping in remote spots. And I, I could relate to this because family members reported them missing. And I imagined, like, our kids, if yes. they couldn't get a hold of us, particularly yeah. our, our daughter, who yeah. likes to know where we are. There are apps. We use an app called uh, Life360, in which uh, we enable various folks in our family to be able to see roughly where we are. The only one that cares is our daughter. <laughs> She's the only one. And sometimes she'll call us and say, hey, man, you're making good time. Or how come you didn't, you're not on the move? And Personally, I miss it when she used to call me and say, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And now she knows where I am, so I don't hear from her. This is the time of year that animals are, um, are up and active and feeding and giving birth. And we uh, usually uh, do a, a bear aware alert about this time uh, in the uh, podcast uh, rotation every year. But this week we have a moose be aware alert. Um, this is a story uh, that comes and you should know that a mother moose will charge and attack humans if she's separated or if she's worried about her calf. How long do you think it's going to keep raining on us here? Well, I don't know if that's just a little cloud. It or looks like it. Oh, uh, but I see Bo our doe just left. Bo says he is not going to sit out here in the rain. All right, well. We want to sit in the rain. That's up to us. But uh, for those of you listening, if for those of you listening only, we're being pelted by rain uh, showers right now. But we'll see how long it lasts. Nice anyway, this this uh, happened in Colorado. Uh, uh, also, a, a cow moose hurt two people. One of them severely. Uh, and their dog, when they accidentally got too close to uh, a moose and her calf, um, and uh, when help arrived, uh, the moose continued to charge and, and literally had to be shot and killed. Uh, and uh, the calf, only a few days old, was later found and, and rescued. But um, bear spray also works on moose. And uh, So make so, sure you have that bear spray because you and, don't want to be responsible well, to get hurt. Yep. Or to uh, have an animal put down. Yep. All right. Hey, when we come back, we are going to talk uh, about a number of things out there, particularly about, uh, as you say, this is our 400th episode. We're going to talk about uh, how things are different, how things are the same. And uh, we're going to just uh, have kind of a wide-ranging status report of camping in uh, June of 2022. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this. 
either here or if the rain doesn't stop. Well, I wondered if you want me to go get an umbrella. Maybe we'll get an umbrella. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds and competing for reservations? Paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. On June 25th, there is a big lakefront sales event at the Landings in Tennessee. Jennifer and I visited the Landings just west of Nashville. They offer incredible lakefront RV properties up to 70 times the size of typical RV lots with frontage on the biggest lake in Tennessee. We loved it. The scenery is breathtaking, and you own it outright, not a timeshare. Your property, your way. You can have your own private dock. You can landscape, garden. They're pet-friendly. It's gated and secure with high-speed internet. There's even free RV and boat storage. It's a wonderful place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations and ready whenever you want. Dockable lakefronts start at only $59,900. Financing and big discounts are available on multi-lot packages. For information, visit rvlakefrontland.com. That's rvlakefrontland.com. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Okay, welcome back. I think that passing shower left and we can uh, continue here. Uh, this is episode 400 of the RV podcast. Do you remember the I wish very... the bugs would pass. <laughs> yeah, now the bugs are coming. Do you remember the very first one? You oh, weren't a part of it. So you, long ago. You started about episode... 30 or 40 before you came in. I think you wanted to make sure it was a it was a it was something we were going to continue. But uh, uh, we we started this um, episode 400 weeks ago, and if you're wondering uh, when that was, that was uh, October 3rd of 2014 was the very first one, and it was originally called the Road Trekking uh, Podcast. Because uh, that was the name of our blog, roadtrekking.com. We started off, many of you know, in a Class B road trek. And we just thought that since we were traveling, we'd call it road trekking. And it took off. And uh, we kept it that way for, I think, through about 2012. No, uh, through about 2016, maybe 17. And then it became the RV podcast. We broadened it because... We realized it wasn't just Class Bs that were following us, it was everybody. And then, as you know, since then, we've gone to Class Cs, and now uh, we also have a fifth wheel. We still have our Class C, but uh, uh, we've had a lot of changes in the names of the things. Uh, but one of the things we want to start this off with is we got totally unsolicited uh, a really nice note from one of our followers named Brad Olson. Brad 
has uh, been following us. He's he's sent us a couple of notes couple over of the years. years. Very very supportive notes. Brad ordered his RV about two years ago, and patiently waited, and it just was delivered. He has the same uh, Class C as we do, which is the Leisure Travel Vans Wonder. He just got it. What a patient guy for two right. years. Um, but uh, Brad sent us this note in uh, honor of our 400th episode. Let's listen to Brad. Hi, Mike and Jennifer. This is Brad Olson from Minnesota. And just wanted to congratulate you on your 400th episode. What a milestone. I have gleaned so much information from the two of you over the past couple of years. I first came across your podcasts and YouTube channel in March of 2020. And I have just been benefiting from it so much in the last couple of years. Uh, I've even gone back and listened to the last two years on the podcasts and did so while I was at the gym. And in the meantime, I lost 30 pounds, which is pretty incredible. Uh, your Ask Us Anything uh, program on Sunday nights has just been wonderful. In fact, there's been times where you've made it so personable that when you've been answering my question, I was actually responding back while watching it. One night, my wife actually said, you know, this isn't a Zoom uh, conference, didn't you? I said, ah, uh, yeah, okay. But it seemed just so like we were having a conversation, and that's what I really like about it. So thank you so much for that. So for the past two years, I've been patiently waiting for my RV to be built and arrive. And during that time, I've been watching and learning so much about the RV lifestyle from the two of you. I want to thank you again for that, and looking forward to many more episodes coming up and uh, hoping to meet you too someday. Oh my gosh, I gotta get going. My favorite program's about to begin. Oh, that was fun. That was so nice of Brad to encourage us and I'm glad we were an encouragement to him and helped him. Yeah. It was that that little slide. Those of you who watched this on YouTube saw the Brad's video uh, of his uh, of his uh, new wonder, and then he walked inside. If you're listening, it's on audio. We'll explain. He walked inside, and uh, you saw a little layout of his new RV. And on the TV was our Ask Us Anything program that we do uh, every every uh, Sunday night at seven o'clock. So, thanks, Brad, for that encouragement. And Brad, will he ever know how encouraging he was? Because we were just debating today if we were going to keep that Sunday night Ask Us we, Anything going. We were. You know, it's summertime. Uh, we've noticed, because we seem to do a lot of traveling. We're coming or going someplace on Sunday, and we have to always stop by 7. Uh, and so we said, well, maybe we will pull. We won't do our Ask Us Anything for the summer. Because uh, it's kind of a, you know, we do the podcast as well. But uh, Brad, you encourage us. Uh, we'll kind of see. If, what do you all think? Can we take the summer off from Ask Us Anything, or do you want us to keep doing it? You can drop us notes or use comments or however you want to get us. Our email address, by the way, our personal email that you can use anytime to reach us is Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. Now I ask the writers if you're a follower. Uh, sometimes companies and corporations and People are pitching us products or trying to get us to promote something. Please don't use it. That's our personal email, and we want to use that to connect with you, our, our followers, our, our viewers, our listeners, um, and not uh, not businesses. So, But you can contact us. We'd like to know how, how you're all feeling. So Brad, by the way, ordered that wonder of his. He sent us this note on 
August 8th of 2020. And he just got it May 21st, 2022. Total weight, 651 days. Oh, but who's counting? Who's counting? He uh, boondocked. It'll be worth it. Boondocked on his first outing. And he has 44 nights booked uh, in state parks throughout July and August. And uh, Brad will be with us at our Elkhart, Indiana uh, encounter, our gathering there. That we're doing uh, July 18th through the 21st. So, um, Brad, we look forward to seeing that brand new wonder of yours and meeting you in person. We feel we really know. And you. I like that light interior. Yeah. So, um, the Elkhart uh, encounter is, is sold out. Uh, we told you it would be. It sold out right away. You know, within a week, it was all sold out. And uh, we had, uh, like, uh, room for about 120 people. And, man, we still got a waiting list that, you know, uh, we might fill it with. But, um, but don't but, be afraid to get on the waiting list because life happens, things change, and people cancel, and then there's openings. Yep. So we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with um, looking back at 400 episodes of the podcast and how things have changed. As I said, we went from Class B's to all RVs, now towables and all different classes. Uh, we've had two dogs. Yeah, we had our dear Ty, and then we had our little surprise birthday present. Bo. Now, Bo grew up RV. <laughs> and uh, Ty didn't. Ty, we had Ty for a couple of years before he passed on. and But Bo uh, was given to us a puppy. And we just found this po this uh, photo. We'll show it to our YouTube watchers of uh, Bo as a puppy. It was one of our RVs. And uh, he took to it really well. And he's grown up camping and RVing. And uh, I, I swear in every video we do, he makes an appearance uh, or two. It's kind of like if anybody's familiar with that, the book, the Gold Bug. You look for the little gold bug in the stories, and yeah. uh, Bo is our little gold bug. So when we first started all of this, there were um, the Hutchins, uh, who uh, you know, uh, who had uh, a podcast, and there were the Wins. They were still doing RVs before they went to boats. There might have been another couple or so, but we were among the very first that started to do this as a couple. And now, this is a big change. There are dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of RV, quote, influencers out there. We feel like we're their grandparents. Yep. We're the grandma and grandpa now. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa of RV. But here we are, 400 episodes, and we are still doing it. We are still traveling and enjoying it, and it's great. One of the things that we talked about, we thought, well, what's changed, what hasn't? You know, one thing that hasn't changed is when we first started the RV Lifestyle, which was 10 years ago, uh, or a little over 10 now, and it's the same we started the podcast about eight years ago, campgrounds were full then. In fact, campgrounds have been full, when we stopped to think of it, all the years we've been camping <laughs> ever, even before we started the blog and everything, back when we were camping with our kids. Mm -hmm. In fact, one of the reasons we quit camping when our kids were growing up, our first enter, is because it was so hard to get into a campground. So, in that sense, it's not any different now. Correct. But what has changed since when we first started to uh, now is how many people have uh, taken to boondocking. Yes. Uh, now, sometimes boondocking spots are, are filled, and that's different. Um, but the big thing that has made that possible, and that's something I think that we have pioneered, helped pioneer the use of, mm -hmm. is solar and lithium, we were one of the very first RV uh, um, people who got uh, solar 
back in the road trek days mm -hmm. uh, it was more experimental than anything else solar and lithium and uh, now it's pretty much standard uh, we've gone through we've had solar since I think 2014 if, if not maybe a little earlier than that now it's very reliable when it first started we were back getting it fixed and tweaked. we were little guinea pigs out there we were uh, the other thing that has changed a lot is cellular communications uh, it's pretty much uh, everywhere now that's very reliable when we first started oh my goodness there were so many places that you'd go and we couldn't stay long because you know we we're working from the road and we needed to get cell coverage so we didn't have it uh, now I'd say most places you can get cell coverage although we found out this weekend not all places and uh, we rely on when we're for navigation I have been very uh, pleased using um, apps and CarPlay either uh, Google Apps or Apple Maps uh, or Waze I use that for our navigation and when we were in Tennessee we wanted to change um, a place we were going and we were in the middle of nowhere there was no cell communications and we had no navigation until we could get a cell connection and we realized uh, we should have downloaded those maps so cell coverage still can be spotty it <laughs> still can be but the thing that has revolutionized work on the road and it stems from the pot the uh, pandemic where so many people began to work remotely and many of those remote workers said well if I can work remotely I might as well go in my RV and now uh, it has just exploded and the big thing that makes that possible is Starlink we used Starlink all last week in a pretty remote place on the uh, in Tennessee, in rural Tennessee. And it was wonderful. Uploaded our videos, uh, you know, we're able to work from the road. Uh, we have now had Starlink, a little, I think we got it in March. And, uh, and by the way, it does work from our, our Tennessee property that we're developing. We were there this weekend. Um, and it's just been really awesome to have this uh, high-speed broadband uh, internet system satellite based working uh, almost anyway so we really feel we have connection on the road now and that is that is awesome it's all good just think what it's going to be like in another 10 years yes yeah it's, it'll probably be you know even faster and you won't even have to have a dish right uh, right now my Starlink I, it's so simple it takes me about three minutes I keep it in a big case I put it up I have a telescoping mask I put the Starlink uh, dishy antenna on the mask, attach the max to my uh, the, the ladder at the back of our RV and stick that up in the air and uh, plug it into the router and the router sends out an RV, uh, a, a, a Wi-Fi network and we are connected at very high speeds. And uh, it's just, it's such a luxury that literally I was pinching myself all last <laughs> week. Um, one thing, just a perspective when we started this episode one of the rv podcast fuel prices we thought were pretty high uh i remember doing a uh taking a a facebook picture and uh, posting i tried to find it and i was going to show up but I, I can't find it showing what it cost me to fill up uh our very first rv that used road trek that we bought mm -hmm. but I, I looked up uh diesel prices back uh in October of uh, 2014, $2.46. Gas prices were $2.91. Uh, 
Sunday I paid six oh five a gallon for diesel. That's uh, that's pretty tough. It cost us pretty close to a thousand dollars to go down to Tennessee, and it was and that ended up being about an eighteen hundred mile trip that we did. And well, if we hadn't got lost in the woods. Yeah, we hadn't got lost <laughs> in the woods. Um, but that was pretty much a thousand dollar trip. That's that's right on the edge of what we can afford, and I know for many of you, you're feeling that pain, and uh, it's going to be a tough year. I remember when we were young, we used to get lost in the woods all the time. <laughs> well, what do you, I, you know, I remember that too, and I just, I guess I, I should. I guess, you, I guess you haven't developed a success direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had ulterior motives back then, but come to think of it. All right, hey, when we come back, we've got some questions of the week to answer. We'll be joining you in just a second after this. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10-year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig, too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Welcome back. Time for the questions of the week. First one from Joan and she says, how do you handle the bow shedding problem? Keeping up with it in the RV. Joan, you have to get used to it. <laughs> you just have to give up. I mean, I am covered in dog hair and that's just the way it is. I, you know, whatever, I shorts, capri pants, slides. You tend to wear lighter whatever colored clothes. I, have, I am covered with dog hair. Lighter covered clothes don't show as damage. I mean, the dog so hair will get like about an inch thick in the in the front if we're in the motor home or your, the truck right now. It's an inch thick. Yeah. So I have my little portable handheld vacuum that I attack the hair. Bo is shedding right now. He really started to shed when we were down in Tennessee. You just have to learn to live with it. And uh, what can I say? Yeah. He's our boy. And we try to sweep it out uh, every day with a broom and shake the rugs. But that vacuum works and uh, he has a double coat. It's summertime and um, he is shedding. He, he tends to get in the water and of course that helps them bring the fur out and he is shedding and that is the uh, price of traveling with a dog, I think. Uh, a long-haired dog, like both. a long-haired dog, and I don't know. We've had two female elk hounds and two male elk hounds, and the females shed so much more than the males. I don't know if maybe the bloodline wasn't as pure or what. The males had, you know, better pedigree or whatever, but our females really shed with and I, and I, I think it has to do with the weather you're in. I mean, uh, right now it's it's hot in many parts of the country. There's record heat this week. Uh, so I imagine a lot more hair is going to come out of uh, yet, but uh, it's a fact of light. You yeah, do the best the you can. But vacuum, sweep every day and vacuum as much as you can. Get a handheld vacuum, that helps. Yep. 
try to find a good handheld, one that's recommended highly. The question for you. You said you'd be using the EFS card at the pump when you buy diesel. How is that working for you? That's Anthony. Uh, thank you, Anthony. Uh, the EFS card, we've talked about that. We get a question on that a lot. Uh, this is a kind of like a discount card uh, for diesel only. And um, it does give you a discount. We did use it uh, all this last trip uh, in the, um, as we towed the fifth wheel down to Tennessee. Uh, I probably saved maybe uh, 10 to $12 on a fill-up. That sounds great, but my fill-ups are costing me $130, $125. So uh, I guess you take everything you can. That's a, that's a big help. But the surprising thing about it is how much more I like that. Remember when I'm towing a fifth wheel, uh, fifth wheel is 32 feet long. The truck is 20 feet long. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a pretty long group. You have to buy, use that EFS card only at the commercial diesel pumps. Uh, so that, for us, it's basically Pilot and Loves. Uh, Pilot is always five cents more than any place else I've ever found. So I buy from Loves pretty much. We like Loves. They also usually have a dog park there. Uh, you can get propane, but you pull in with the big guys. And I was intimidated the first time we did that, but uh, it's faster. It is so much faster. I was trying to take a picture of it. I'm you almost got run wandering over. Wandering around with all these 18 wheelers. Yeah, we got partial one where you can just see the truck a little bit. But uh, you pull into the commercial pumps, and the thing that is nice is the diesel nozzle at the commercial pumps is a is much wider, and so it fuels much faster. I mean, sometimes it took five minutes to fill up at a, at a you know, diesel, the truck at a regular uh, auto pump, you know, where they have diesel available. But if you go to the commercial pumps, it's really great. It just, uh, it just fills it up very quickly. They have long handled, uh, you know, uh, brushes to clean off the windshield mm -hmm. for trucks, which That's is nice. really nice. And uh, we find that we're in and out much quicker uh, using those commercial pumps. So as far as savings, you know, it's not that great. Yeah. Not what we had hoped for. I mean, the good part is, like Mike says, we can fill up quickly. Uh, the uncomfortable part might be if the 18-wheelers uh, were really lined up and we would feel like an annoying little brother yeah, trying been, to fill up. Uh, similarly, you know, when we go to a rest stop now, with when we tour in the fifth wheel, we have to go to where the trucks are. And we always feel, you know, we don't want to take away yeah, we don't want those, to guys, time. those guys are the backbone of our nation. But uh, they've been very gracious, and and they understand that there's no other place for us to go when we, we've got one of those. So mm -hmm. uh, we try and not take up their spots. If it's really a very busy uh, rest stop and we just have to stop for a second, we make it as quickly as can and leave. Um, and uh, as far as using the pumps, uh, no one – we, they've all been open, and we haven't had a problem. Mm -hmm. All right, um, that EFS card again is only for diesel, although there's a rumor that they're going to make it available for gasoline as well. So Interesting. Uh, it's, uh, you can just do a search, EFS diesel discounts, and you'll find the card. Um, it's a little complicated at the pump. you got to push a bunch of buttons, but you do it once or twice, it's second nature. Hey, that's the uh, podcast episode 400 for uh, this week. We'll be back next week with another one. Um, questions, comments, we'd love to get them. Again, our personal email is mikeandjen at rvlifestyle.com. Mike and Jen 
at rvlifestyle.com. Thank you guys so much for watching. Happy trails.